on today's episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. That's so it. as it relates to that, I understand that pressure. If I leave, the world is going to fall apart. Um, usually if you have that type of scenario, I would encourage you to try to put some systems in place um, and try to work with your supervisor to see if you all can develop a, a support staff, um, someone mm. that can assist you. Um, I know it might seem impossible, but um, I think it's important for you to bring up the importance of longevity and fatigue. This episode is sure to deliver stimulating conversations and aha moments that may give you a fresh perspective. If any moment made your soul vibrate, please leave us a review and let us know if we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe and visit BlackGirlsGettingTheirShiftTogether.com to access exclusive offers and coaching packages. The coaching packages include clarity calls, VIP one-on-one exclusive coaching, and my absolute favorite, the Tribe Vibes. The Tribe Vibe is a twist on Ladies' Night, focusing on self-care for Black women with a holistic approach. Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm your host, Ursula, a transformation life coach and mental health and wellness advocate. This is a safe space for amazing Black women to share open, honest dialogue about mental health and wellness, self-care, self-love, and basically how to get our shift together. Let's tune in to this week's episode. This for the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self esteem. Beauty supreme and Buddha walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic, melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog. And we're back. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. Before I get started, if anything resonates with you, make sure you like, comment, share this video, because I know I'm not the only person that has been stressed at work. If I am, I need to talk to people who have never been stressed so you can let me know what the secret sauce is. But right now, we're going to get our guest out of the waiting room. And he is a show favorite. Hey, Nick, how are hey. you? Hey, hey, glad to be had. How's it going? <laughs> it's going. It's going. I'm always ecstatic when you say yes 
you will be on the show. Uh, Ursula, I love your show. It's good times. It's good vibes. It's just, I don't know. I just like being here. So I appreciate you having me as well. Thank you so much. Before we get started, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been stressed at work? What? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Yeah. What? In one job, I, I was in school. I was working 50 plus hours at McDonald's in the drive-thru. I was in college, so I was a full-time college student. And um, I had this mentality of like, uh, like just getting it. I was a go-getter. Um, plus, uh, I still wanted to maintain my social life, right? Ooh. So I was done. I was fatigued beyond belief. Um, it was the end of the night. Manager was like, lock the doors. No one could leave until we finished counting the drawer. It's already 11 o'clock. It's finals time. Uh, a lot of people understand finals, right? That's when the pressure's on. You got to right. perform. And, of course, I procrastinated, so I really needed to do some work. And, and they were playing, kiki, ha-ha. And I'm like, look, I'm not about to be here forever. Like, I got stuff to do today. And our st- our, our objectives didn't align. i was stressed beyond belief and and i politely unlocked the drive-thru window and climbed out and that was my last day at mcdonald's wait what did you (laughs) because i had homework to do i was about to be there with them did you just say you climbed out the (laughs) drive-thru hey the road to success was not paved in gold i'll tell you that it was a lot of hard work and sleepless nights Oh my God. Well, but, but, come on, you know, burnout of how you do some things. Listen, <laughs> I'll tell you one story really quick because it's been so long ago. I can say it now. And I was younger, so yeah, I will never do this ever again. But this was early on in my adult working career. I'm talking about early, early on. Yeah, and- young enough to quit and still bounce back. Exactly. Come a little closer so I can hear you. Yeah, I said young enough to quit and still bounce back. Exactly. <laughs> this boss was so mean. He was beyond they I had a lot of toxic bosses. Uh one day, I think I was there for a couple months and I said, "You know what? If he says one more thing, <laughs> I'm just going to I'm done with him. I'm just going to put in my 2 weeks notice." He said some wild stuff and we went to lunch at 12 Mm o'clock. I walked Mm -hmm. out the door at 11.55 and I never (laughs) (laughs) and appreciated those five minutes extra. (laughs) Oh my God. It's a real thing thing for sure. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it anymore. So (laughs) this, if anyone's listening on a replay, one type replay and if you've ever been stressed or burned out at work, I want you to drop a number one in the comment section. <laughs> All right. So tonight's topic is just that workplace burnout. <sighs> Exhale, Ursula. <laughs> so, <laughs> and if you don't know everyone, Nick is a therapist. So we are really going to learn tonight. So, Nick, what do you think causes burnout? Yeah, no, burnout is what happens when we avoid being human uh, for too long. Can you hear me? Yeah, it just sounds far away. All right, let me try. 
All right, is that better? It is. Okay, awesome, awesome. So burnout is what happens when we when we pretend that we're not human for too long, right? And we're just, I'm already and we're just, triggered. <laughs> already. Um, burnout is something we need. I mean, we need to discuss it and we need to raise that awareness about it before it's too late. Job burnout is one of those special types of, it's related to stress, but it's being overly stressed um, to a point consistently where you just, your work declines, your performance decreases. Interestingly enough, though, burnout was actually a word that was coined by NASA. Really? It was. And burnout was one of those things when a rocket would go into space and it would run out of fuel. It would still continue to move, move forward, but it wouldn't have that same spark. It wouldn't continue with that same thrust in that same rigor because really? it was out of fuel. And I think it really perfectly aligns with how we use it in the workplace setting. Now, a lot of times when we think of burnout as well, I think it's important for us to also understand that it is considered in the ICD-10. What's that? So that's the International Code of Diagnosis. So you have the DSM-5, which is the manual or like the dictionary in which we use as therapists to help us with assessing clients for what their potential diagnosis could be, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And we have to rule out some other things and different players that could also add to what a potential diagnosis could present or how it could present or what we might go with. But the ICD-10 is the international dictionary, if we were going to say, thesaurus rather, of diagnosis codes that we use specifically when we're trying to bill for insurance or if we're trying to help people uh, understand what they're experiencing so they can learn some techniques to help them manage these things. So burnout is one of those things that is in the ICD-10 and it is recognized um, as a real thing in the mental health community. And it, it has its it has its effects on us all. So I've been f- familiar with the DSM five, mm-hmm. but I've never heard of this other this thesaurus. Interesting. See, you just drop gems every time. <laughs> all right. Well, we have a comment. I'd love to read. Hello, Tamra. Tamra says I have been pretending for a very long time. Burnout is an understatement at this point. Girl, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a while ago, this is when I had permed hair, not my locks. And I was so, what were you about to say? Yeah. No, I was just like, I love love them both. Oh, oh, thank you. And I was so stressed at work that uh, someone had asked me a question and I was standing in front of a white countertop and I shook my head. No. And my hair just came out and I looked out and ooh. I saw all my straight black hair on the white countertop. And ooh, I just had a light bulb moment as everything in my life that I've learned to do from a child, because I'm looking at adult patterns, mm-hmm. just like I swept that hair away off the counter. That's how I swept away all my problems. Just sweep it off. Yeah. Hey, that's the problem was still there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. I appreciate you sharing that Um, because you're not alone in that experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people, they can relate to that. Uh, Burnout is definitely a different level than just stress, right? Like when we look at stress, 
we're looking at something that is somewhat temporary and that can be kind of it can be fixed a lot quicker now if we looked at continuous compounded stress over and over again that's what leads to burnout so those are kind of like the difference between the stress and the burnout Um, so would burnout be considered chronic stress or is it chronic stress on steroids well it's more of a result of unrelenting stress right so they're they're like stress is the antecedent and the behavior is burnout right so stress is the thing that comes ahead of is the action and the reaction will be burnout right in the does that make sense it does a little bit break it down a little bit more all right so a lot of times in mental health we call it a the abc's so they follow in that order abc so a is the action b is the behavior and c is the consequence right so the antecedent that caused the the behavior uh, which led to the consequence right so the antecedent would be stress like that's the precursor that's the thing that's that's compounding and then because it's compounding um it leads to b which is the behavior Oh, which I'm is, writing notes. This is amazing. No, no, no. I'm here for you. I'm, I appreciate it. People spend a lot of money for this information. So I hope yeah. other people are picking up these jewels as well. Right. <laughs> All right. So B is the behavior, which is burnout. Mm-hmm. Burnout, right? What does burnout look like? It might be um, stress beyond belief, lack of control, um, or I, uh, I mean... Honestly, like you can cry, crying spells, just lack of energy, low performance, um, negative self-talk, negative doubt, um, short temper, right? I'm short. You just, you know, on it, (laughs) I got two of them for you, right? I've been there. You climb out the window, right? At McDonald's. (laughs) And then, so sticking with the course, we have the C. So, I said the action, but it's really the antecedent. So action or antecedent behavior, and then the consequence. The consequence of that burnout is I walked out, I climbed out the window at McDonald's, right? So that was the consequence, right? I, I didn't have a job anymore. You know, at that point in time, I had to figure it out. I didn't, you know, the best practice is to look for a job while you still have a job. As opposed to me, my consequence was now I gotta I gotta rob Peter to pay Paul and and budget correctly and, and make sure everything was aligned so that I could continue. And for for others, it might be that as well. Um, whether it's your hair might start to fall out, so now you got to come up with a new plan to kind of manage that. Um, for other people, it could just be honestly, it can even cause physical consequences. Oh, yes. Yeah. Can you, so you said the ABCs. Yes. Yeah. So antecedent, the behavior, and then the consequence. So it doesn't just have to apply to burnout. That that theory and that modality can apply to a lot of different things. Um, It's just a good metric. Um, When someone comes to counseling and they present with a certain um, like if they're having an emotional value that reigns true to them or is heightened, then I mm. can say, all right, what caused this? Like, was there, because usually things don't just 
you don't just get into the situation. It's usually a progressive motion. Exactly. Uh, so as you're talking, I am having all these aha moments when you talked about the consequence. Yeah. And again, I just learned this. I was on the clubhouse early about an hour or so ago, and I learned about oh yeah, great being platform. yeah being proactive or reactive. It was we were talking about self care. However. I was definitely reactionary, which was my consequence because I was in such a heightened state of anxiety when I left for lunch permanently at 1155. I was living with my boyfriend at the time. I didn't call him to tell him I was going to walk out of this job. So now I'm thinking like, damn, I put him in a situation. He had nothing to do with it. So like he's getting, um, wasn't really friendly fire, but he got caught up in the in the gunshots of it all. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, those unintended consequences they happen a lot for you in that scenario. Again, like I appreciate you sharing. That was that was your boyfriend, right? He might have had the unintended consequence. For me, it was all right. Now, my girlfriend at the time might have been like, uh, "So, what's the plan? Like, you know, what about that date? Oof, you know, so." That was my unintended yeah. consequence. But for some others, it might be their children um, are, are getting neglected. Um, you're irritable. So, you know, you might transfer that in many different spaces. You can come off as, right, one of the most, well, not most, but one of the common misplaced emotions is anger, right? Mm. So it could come off as that misplaced anger. So there's a couple of things we can kind of do to help with handling burnout. Um, and, and one of them is kind of, I think, first identifying some of the plausible or possible causes that are kind of leading to that burnout. Let's do that. I, I'll pull up an infographic. But before I do that, we have a hello from one of my favorite YouTubers, Blind Guy, His Wife and Their Life. And she said, much love to all the friends I've been missing and has. But we're glad you're back, Quita. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I remember them last time. They were Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, before I go into the graphic, let me show this one. So if you can read what you're um, read out loud, because remember, this is going to be an audio podcast. Yeah. These statistics were alarming to me. Let me pull it up. All right, here we go. So let me do this. Excuse me. All right. So do you mind reading the first one and I'll follow you? Okay. 47 hours was the length of average work week for full-time U.S. employees. So most people work 47 hours a week, not 40. Mm. And that's for full-time employees. Mm. So with 47 hours a week, then one in five employees work 60 plus hours a week. Dang. I know. Mm, That was me at McDonald's. I was working 50, so I can only, I just hate that that stat still reigns true, but I get it. Right. But I think that's a reminder. All money isn't good money, right? You know that exactly. That's blood money right there. You want to read the next one? Twenty-eight <laughs> percent of employees miss three to six days of work 
each year due to stress. Mm. Dang, three to six. Let's put a pin in that. I have a story time on that. Mm-hmm. All right, 54% of employees ended 2016 with unused vacation days. That's so bizarre to me. All right, so 54% of employees ended 2016 with unused vacation days. That's more than half of the employees in the, wow. Right. All right, but it kind of makes you wonder, right? Like, is there a certain piece to the system? Like, can they afford to take off? Right? Mm. All right, last stat. 662 million vacation days went unused in 2016. Listen, they could have given me all of those days, okay? Because <laughs> it doesn't say paid days off, right? Like, is it PTO or is it just like off days? I don't know. They need to go a little deeper in that. Those statistics, they are alarming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one statistic, what was it? The 50. 50- Wait, excuse me. Oh, the 28% of employees, that statistic stood out. So this one sister I knew at the gym, Mm -hmm. and I hadn't seen her in a while. We were in the same industry at the time. And she said she prided herself on never taking her days off. Well, I hadn't seen her. I know, like it's a badge of honor. It was toxic. Extremely. And I hadn't seen her in a while. And I saw literally two years went by and she just appeared out of nowhere. She told me that she was at work with her toxic job, her toxic Mm -hmm. boss. They never got along. It was was just really bad. And she Mm -hmm. had a final meeting. She said she was going to have, if it didn't go well, she was going to quit. She. Right. However, she had the meeting and it did not go well. And when she walked out the meeting, she said, oh, she just grunted like that. She woke up two weeks later in the hospital. She had a stroke. Yep. She had a heart, a mild heart attack. And she woke up and had a shunt in her head. Wow. So burnout can lead to like there's studies that show that burnout can actually enlarge the amygdala. So the amygdala is the part of our brain that connects with emotions. Um, but it, And it sucks because it can also thin and weaker some of the connections that connect with some of those other parts of regulating our emotions or uh, our, our control. So that way, because we're so in tune with our emotions, it's heightened, but we're not good at how we react. So some of those reactionary um, parts of our body are kind of thinned out. So it, Honestly, it can lead to strokes, diabetes. It can Mm. lead to a lot of medical. You know, sometimes people say they go lame and they just like, I'm sick for 30 plus days and I don't know what's wrong with me. Like (sighs) flu-like symptoms. I I don't have the flu. I'm just, I'm I'm just done. And I mean, vomiting, right? Like burnout is a real thing. Uh, You got to pace yourself on this road to, how old do we got to be to retire now? 72? Wow. <laughs> what is it, like 65? Don't quote me. I thought It used to be 65, but I heard it went up. I heard it went up too, but I do not know the number. <laughs> I still wasn't happy with it. We probably don't want to know. 
<laughs> I don't want to know at all. Uh, uh, That's so, one step we could do without Googling. Right. We can skip over that one. We're just going to pace ourselves the whole way. <laughs> all right. So Nick had already mentioned some of these patterns, but these are patterns that contribute to burnout and uh, ruminating about work. Now, do you think that that's talking about after hours when you're home or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. So ruminating is like when you not being able to separate work um, from your private life, that work-life balance that we, we hear about so often. Keep in mind, Michael Jordan retired from basketball because he said it wasn't fun anymore. Mm. So if your identity is wrapped up in your work, it can really be tough to continue mm. on. You got to be able to find that work-life balance. And, and that even includes, right, hanging out with work friends after hours. I whispered it. Can you? Could you hear it? I hope you could. Can you yell it for the people in the back? <laughs> hanging out with work friends after hours, right? So we got to watch that because nine times out of ten, I'll even, I'll even give you a little advantage. I'll say six times out of ten, seven times out of ten you're going to end up talking about work still. So can you really truly separate from work? If you're still talking about work at 10 o'clock at night at a happy hour with your friends. Or- right. Do you feel that having that kind of relationship with a coworker, you almost become enmeshed with them? Yeah. And I think it's important to have your, your community. So I don't want to diminish it, but I just said, be careful. So find that even that has a, a, a ebb and flow and a balance. You know, um, I used to go walking with one of my coworkers after work and, you know, say we walk for 30 minutes to an hour uh, community track or a community loop, pretty basic. Um, but 15 minutes into the discussion, my rule was always, hey, all right, we got 15 minutes to talk about work. But after that, I don't want to talk about work. We're going to have to talk about anything else besides work because that's the only way I can truly disassociate and enjoy my life. And so that was the rule and they knew it and they learned to respect it. And we continued to walk for years and years. Um, So I encourage you to set those boundaries because it's not just about how you set boundaries for yourself, but it also lets people know how to show up for you. Oh, I love that. I love that. Uh, At a job I had I didn't know it at the time, but we would go to lunch together Mm -hmm. and we would just go in on lunch. But now that I'm thinking about it, we were trauma bonding with each other because it was a toxic work environment. There was no solutions to the conversation. There was literally one big vent session. No, but it's important to seek support. So I don't want to diminish that. Because you need that because you might feel like you're alone. Like, am I, is it just me? Am I being isolated? But no, I encourage you still seek support, reach out to your coworkers, friends, and loved ones and collaboration might help you cope. Um, But again, I think if you continue to engage, you might want to look at your employee EAP program. Um, Can you explain that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. The employee assistance program. Um, So it's one of those things where most jobs, they usually offer a lot of full-time jobs. They will offer you three free counseling sessions Mm -hmm. and it is truly confidential. And it's one of those things that it can be beneficial and it's free. Um, It's covered by the job. Now three isn't usually enough to really um, sustain if you're just truly in burnout, 
but it can give you some techniques to help manage it as you continue to persevere. Mm, I have a question for you. Yeah. Blind guy and his wife said, what about those of us who cannot separate from our private life to do work? can't separate from the private life to do the work yeah that's tough that's a tough one it is because i would encourage you to find some sort of mindfulness technique that can help you so i mean it's tough but it's not impossible so a lot of times um we'll relate it to uh, all right so just keep in mind we'll just go with this all right it's a marathon it's not a sprint okay Mm. so some of these self-care techniques they don't have to be these big grandiose things that happen um, at the end of a year or end of the semester, you know, for those people and working on finals, it's something that you can do periodically throughout the day to pace yourself. All right. So after you finish, you know, for some people, it might be starting out with morning meditation or some mindfulness techniques. It could also be, putting your bladder over your work. Yes. Oh, did I strike a nerve? I used to be there. So I understand. I used to be there. (laughs) I did. Okay. Well, I have one more patient and then I'll get up and then three more pop up. Bouncing in the seat. (laughs) Yes. And then I find that I'm being snappy with myself, my coworkers, irritated with the patient, but really going to the bathroom when you're it's a human function and then halfway through being like hold that thought let me go to the bathroom real quick (laughs) then you come back like oh what 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 were we talking about again (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly yeah we we gotta do better all right here we go so (laughs) overcome uh over committing yourself yeah be comfortable saying no. Don't don't commit to something you're not really passionate about. Sure, at work, you might not have all the flexibility and leverage, but it can also be helpful in things outside of work to just be like, uh, no, not this time. I've been really busy and I promised myself that I would relax this weekend. And that's okay. Mm, I love that. Neglecting life outside of work. Yeah, we kind of talked about that, right? Because yes. you're so burnt out at work, you're short. You, you run out of words to even talk and, and you really don't even want to listen to other people's opinions and values. Um, you're just so caught up about how your manager uh, pissed you off and frustrated you that you, you can't even ask your kids, how was your day? So, you know, find that peace. I really encourage people to continue to go back to having uh, sit down dinners. I don't even do it perfectly, but I think just continuing to try to do these things can, can help the family bond and, and you can learn a lot from each other by having those table talks. I like that. I like that. That's, you know, I love that because it's simple. Mm. We make it hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no like judgment. Yeah. No judgment. All right. Uh, skipping vacation. You already remember those statistics. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, you better use it. You, exactly. You know. and, and you skip your vacations. What What do you get from? from that well i mean in a capitalistic society we have these 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 pressures to to grind hard and, and climb that ladder of success and, and if you're if you're relaxing 
you're you're missing out, right? You you should be working harder. There's something you should be doing. We have these beauty magazines constantly, you know, uh, feeding into us what beauty looks like, what images look like. If you're not doing this, then you're not tight. If you're not doing that, then you're not right. So it's we have to be aware of these different things that are impeding on our life and our everyday structure and, and how we maneuver. So it's right. it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to take my vacation time because I'm going to be looked at as someone who, who lunches, someone who's, who's taking too many breaks when the team is working. I'm not going to be looked at for that promotion. Um, it's just that toxic culture. But now it's a world where people should be like, I appreciate you taking your vacation because I know you're going to stay here longer. Exactly. My new place of employment. I love it. They. <laughs> That's amazing. That's good, though. I wish more you're... people spoke like that. I get what you mean, though. I've never this is the first time in my entire life, my work career that I, I can say I love what I do. Um, you know, I do have challenges, but that's sure. life. That's what it is. Um, we have a therapist on staff. Wow. Yeah, it's just I, I never experienced that where they champion for our mental health. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So um, with this last two on the infographic, it's pushing through the work. Mm. Guilty. Yeah. Guilty. My work performance, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to tell you a quick, funny story. Early on, when I started doing this podcast, mm -hmm. I would push through. I was so excited, but that I did not hold boundaries with myself. And I would push through and I was messing up the, the infographics, putting the wrong links and sending it out to the therapists who were supposed to be guests, yeah. where I really should have just shut it down. Close my computer and just have a restart. But, you know, just mm -hmm. on go all the time doesn't work. Yeah, no, the quality can diminish because you're just you're pushing out the work without taking those couple of seconds or taking that bathroom break or going and get that cup of ice water to just chill for a second, go outside, get some fresh air. A lot of times people that don't smoke, they don't get that smoke break. And so they just working and working and working, but you still legally get your 15 and you should take it, take your 15 minute break, go outside, walk, you know, walk a little path, walkway, walk to your car and back, whatever it may be, get a couple steps in because exercise is a great coping skill that can also help with, with managing mm. some of these symptoms. So before we get into other coping skills, Oh, I'll read that in a minute. But, um, I left the last wording on the infographic and it was about setting boundaries in the workplace. I saved that one for last because mm -hmm. I learned doing this research that I was so busy talking about my pointing the fingers at my toxic ass bosses yeah. that I was not looking at myself that I too had toxic ways and that I was not setting clear boundaries for myself. So if I wasn't setting the boundaries for myself, how in turn am I going to be able to express it to my bosses, the boundaries that needed to happen? Yeah. You know, asking for more support. Um, sometimes it can just be unclear job expectations um, yes. and just asking for someone to clarify those or, I mean, 
sure there's some things that we can do, whether it's uh, taking those breaks and saying, hey, uh, when I take my lunch, I, I like to eat in the cafeteria or I like to my computer's off, you know, mm. like setting those expectations and those boundaries so they know how to show up for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, sometimes it is the environment. So I don't want yeah. it to just be a, a, a self-inflicting wound. Like some of these jobs need to tighten up like a therapist on staff. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Only thing I've heard of is an employee assistance program. So shout out to your company. And I mean, they're doing something right. And some other jobs might need to look into it. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So Tamara, she said, uh, I'm literally the only full-time person on my team right now. And when I'm gone, work looks extra dumb when I get back. See, that's mm-hmm. another thing. How do you, you leave Mm-hmm. Do you really shut off knowing when you get back, you're going to have 10 times the work? Yeah. Sometimes it is important to set that expectation. Um, I can go into the coping skills on that. Do you want me to dive in? Let's do it after I read this last comment. This is a quick one. Okay. I love it. Blind guy said setting boundaries is needed. Yes. Help us. Yeah. Okay. I love it. So Tamara, we'll we'll go there, right? I think Tamara was the guest. So, and thank you, ladies, for your comments, by the way. And Tamara, go ahead and subscribe, girl. Go ahead, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with it. Follow me on Instagram too, WGC Today. So, as it relates to that, I understand that pressure. If I leave, the world is going to fall apart. Um, Usually, if you have that type of scenario. I would encourage you to try to put some systems in place um, and try to work with your supervisor to see if you all can develop a a support staff, um, someone Mm. that can assist you. Um, I know it might seem impossible, but um, I think it's important for you to bring up the importance of longevity and fatigue and the importance for you to be out of town when you're out of town. Sometimes people lie and say they're out of the country just because their jobs won't let them be when they're off work. Um, So if you can set some systems in place and just say, hey, all right, at my next evaluation or at the next staffing, these are what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. When I go out of town, we need to be able to pass the on-call phone. Um, Mm. Everyone gets a rotating shift because it's not working with me being on call on the weekends and working during the weekday. Wow. Um, I would also encourage you to seek support outside of that and try some different relaxation activities. Um, For example, some people can hum a positive song or a song that's uplifting when they're checking their emails, because some people's emails, they get like 50 to a hundred emails a day. So when it's email time, they might turn on a playlist, literally type emails. And it's it's songs that make them feel okay. So it might be ludicrous, move, get out the way, right? <laughs> and they're deleting all these different emails um, or they're replying to the, to the ones that matter. And some people, it might be that gospel, something uplifting. Uh, today's a good day. There is no sunshine, right? So whatever it may be, right? And just roll with it. And try to put some systems in place so that you can enjoy your quality of life at work. Um, That's some good stuff. I love that email playlist. Hey, That's a gem. 
because that's that's a couple steps right before uh, updating that resume. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna talk about it, let's talk about it. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you've touched on a lot of these. This is infographic is a little small. Can you read that? Um, I'm about to zoom in my screen. Okay, good. So while Nick does that, the topic now is 10 ways to combat work burnout. And I'll read it because I have to read it on my phone. It is small. I apologize. So one of them says to recognize the signs and symptoms, being aware of the signs and symptoms can help you combat burnout early on. Yeah, that's real. So knowing your signs, knowing your symptoms, if you migraines is a usually early sign of the physical signs of burnout. So if you start having those headaches um, and like a little stronger than usual, that's a sign that you you might slowly be burning out and you, it's time for a vacation or plan a trip to look forward to. Mm. Oh, may I tell you a quick story? Oh yeah. I'm here for it. I love it. I'm a counselor. I'm supposed to have you talking. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> you bring it out in me. <laughs> Talk about ignoring the signs. So this is when I lived in another state and I was, this is a college job I had. And Mm. one of the ladies, she was telling us how we asked her, well, how did you end up at this place? Uh And she said that she, she left her job because her boss, she was working at, maybe I shouldn't say the name. She's working at a fast food place. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She was working at a fast food place and uh, the the boss kept putting a whole bunch of responsibilities on her, but refused to pay her because she was Ooh. doing the work of a manager. And she did that for about three years. And she said, I am tired of it. At least pay me because I love what I do here. Yeah. And the manager said, if you don't like what if you don't like what I'm saying, you can leave right now. It was in the middle of rush hour. Do you know? She took off her company shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the tone had been set. <laughs> show up then for yourself. That's how you're supposed to show up for yourself. You know what? She, I, she, I'm <laughs> she took her shirt off in the middle of rush hour and she walked out of the restaurant with her pants, her bra, and her purse on her shoulder. <laughs> Burnout. Hey, she might consequence. She got a couple strange looks, but she also is treating herself the way she needs to be treated. I know that's right <laughs> for real because people they'll try to get away, they'll, they'll push the boundaries if you don't stop them. They really, yes, will. yes. And kudos to an email playlist. Wow, exactly. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make one this weekend. <laughs> you about to start deleting, folks. <laughs> Oh, I, I I'm I can do that real easy. All right. <laughs> so the next rest and recovery, schedule time into your week to engage in active rest and recovery. Mm, I'm here for it. Yeah, I I learned that when you sleep is something that you need, but rest is something that you choose to do. 
Yeah, a hundred percent. And and to highlight, right, like first responders and, and police officers. So the the leading cause of police officers is suicide. So it's really important for people to mm. prioritize their sleep with the same importance that they prioritize working or, or mm. their rest. I'm sorry, their rest, you know. And, and right. is it because those those sleep deprivation, if you're working twelves like sleep deprivation can lead to what we call like a panic attack or a lot of times you hear people call it i had a mental break mm-hmm. lack of sleep lack of eating healthy so mm. all this combination of things can lead to to that that mental break where you might even start hearing voices and your <laughs> sleep deprivation is wild because the, it's it's like night and day from when that person actually gets those hours of sleep or that rest from the person that was living in this grandiose or delusional state of sleep deprivedness. Right. Compared to the person that gets some sleep and they wake up as a healthy person and they're like, I am so sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. And then I understand that I need sleep now. Wow. And you think we, we get so far to the point where we do have those breaks. That's yeah. Right, I, I get that's that burnout, right? We for, we forget that we're human sometimes. Exactly, exactly. All right, uh, we talked about workload, which you explained very well. Workplace habits focus on creating healthy workplace habits that prioritize both physical and mental health. Schedule these into your week and monitor the impact they have on your well being. Some good stuff. You talked about exercise, which was lovely. And you also talked about coping skills. And here's environment. Understand the demands of your environment and think about what resources you need available to cope with those demands. Yeah, no, 100%. You know, mm-hmm. and some of those resources might be joining the salsa class. For me, recently, I got into art. I don't know what that's about. But really? I know one thing for sure, two things for certain, something about painting on a canvas or some craft that is so calming. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And I suck at art, but I have to respect the idea that this is really calming me. So I embrace it. Wow, that's amazing. Did you pick up any other habits or habits, any other hobbies during, I can't say the word, over a Mm-hmm. the panorama yeah 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 for sure um so i've always been I'm like i'm kind of from the country so um i always had a garden but now we kind of live in a city dwelling we have like a, a patio um and so i picked up gardening from my urban gardening perspective uh which is different for me i'm used to like literally like a tiller and, and cultivating the earth right like mm-hmm. that's how we look at it so, um, yeah, that's been a new hobby that I also really enjoy because it, it gives me a time to slow down, appreciate life and understand that things take time to mature and germinate. So planting mm. and, and gardening, Mr. Miyagi, right? Wax on, wax off. Right, <laughs> right. I, I started that as well. And I never thought I'd be that person yeah. ever. Yeah, <laughs> I never off did. The, dusting off the leaves. <laughs> I touch them. Right. Talk to them. Hey. I do. Exactly. And I name them. I name my ferns out on my balcony. I sure do. 
So as we come to a close, yeah. can you tell, I'm going to drop the links in the chat as well. Everyone make sure and check out Nick's links. They are also in the show notes. Oh, but, we're running out oh, of time. I have, I've been having so much fun. Oh, oh we man. can go a little longer now. I, I appreciate you having me. <laughs> yeah, we can go a little longer. Maybe you can still come back again. Hey, part two. I like it. Let's do that. Let's do it. Okay, that'll work too. Well, can you tell us about the therapy, the pay it forward? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, so it's the pay it forward fund, pay it forward fund. Um, it's on my website, wgctoday.com, wgctoday.com, or rightgroupcounseling.com. You just go to donate. And the, it's for providing counseling to people who can't always afford it um, or they have really high deductibles. And it can be tough for them to, to afford it. They love counseling. It's been beneficial, but they have a $4,500 deductible. And paying for that out of pocket is just unrealistic. Um, but these people are struggling with real life issues, whether it's identity, whether it's um, social issues in terms of being in crowds or even anger management issues um, or, or how to manage burnout, uh, similar to the discussion we had today. So mm-hmm. if you if you know somebody or know a friend um, that's a philanthropist or is willing to donate or even just help out someone else looking for counseling. It's called the pay it forward fund. Um, and it can help offset the cost for someone who wants counseling, but can't always afford it. Uh, greatly appreciate it. That is amazing. I dropped all the links. So they are live right now. I encourage everyone to please click on it. At the least go to Nick's Instagram page. That's how I found him. He has, his voice is so calming and he gives Thank tips you. and hacks all the time. And that's what caught my 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 ear to him. So he's a gem and I definitely want you all to to support. But um any parting word? Well, we still have some time. We still have some time. I just realized we have at least 10, 15 minutes. All right, let's just do a little, let's just do a little something. Um yeah. All right. Uh, are you familiar with the snow globe mindfulness? No. All right. All right. So people at home, if you're not driving um, and you're in a comfortable seat or a comfortable position, um, stretch your arms, close your eyes and, and let's let's do some some mindfulness. Um, mm-hmm. So I want you to breathe in your nose for a count of three. Breathe out your mouth. For a count of four. Breathe in your nose for a count of three. And out your mouth for a count of six. In your nose for a count of three. And out your mouth for a count of four. In your nose for a count of three. And out your mouth for a count of six. Breathe in deeply and feel the air fill your lungs. 
taking in that cleansing breath. And as you exhale, let out all the negative thoughts you accumulated during the day. Mm. Continuing to breathe, I want you to begin imagining a snow globe. The snow globe is your mind. I want you to shake it as hard as you can and count backwards from 10. 10, nine, eight, On one, I want you to stop shaking the globe and watch the snow begin to settle. These are your thoughts. As the snow in your imaginary globe begins to settle, so do your thoughts. And you let go of any stress that the day has caused you. Like the globe, you are now still. Mm. As you look at your snow globe, a great sensation of peace begins to fill your lungs as you breathe in your nose for a count of three and out your mouth for a count of four. In your nose for a count of three. And out your mouth for a count of six. And when you're ready, roll your shoulders, stretch your arms, open your eyes and return back to the present. How do you feel? Calm. Yeah. Yeah. Take a couple of seconds and appreciate that your body has the ability to feel like this. Mm. I love the the watching the snowflakes settle. Yeah. I can see myself looking at it just over there detached from me some good stuff that's good it's good i know sometimes we forget that our body has the ability to feel like this when we have all these external sources impeding upon our lives um work fatigue as well so that's a mindfulness technique that can really be beneficial and help you make it just a little bit longer um as you whether it's update your resume or or continue to to stick forward and, and work with the job where you're currently feeling burnout and fatigue Yes. Thank you for that. I do appreciate that. And I know the listeners will appreciate that as well. And everyone listening, you know, if you you yourself or any friends, family, co-workers, you can do it with your co-workers, this mindfulness technique, uh, replace it with the the water cooler talk. That would be something. I wish I had those skills, those tools. You know, and, and this is something you don't have to pay for. Yeah, and it's recorded, right? You got it. So Absolutely. we can always revert back to this episode. Uh, 
a blind guy said, FYI, this worked while I was driving, but I kept my eyes open. <laughs> I hope so. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm not oh, responsible and- for any car accidents. <laughs> this audio recording. <laughs> right. And for those who do not uh, know, May is Mental right. Health Awareness Month. So this is some good stuff. This is in line with it. And also May 19th, MTV Entertainment Group has started an initiative with the Mental Health Action Day. Mm. And it is May 19th. So we talk a lot about what we can do for our mental health. We are gathering tools and different healthy coping mechanisms. But it gets to a point where we stop gathering and we put it into action. And that goes back to what Nick just did. He showed us something that we can put into action with this mindfulness technique. So you can go, um, you can Google it, Mental Health Action Day, and use it in your hashtag on your social media. And um, as a little side note, MTV has awarded my nonprofit that I work for, awarded us a nice grant to put towards our mental health action day. So this is some good, yeah, this is, thank you. So Shalanda, thank you. She said that the mindfulness was nice. Oh, awesome. I'm glad it helped. So we do have one more question. Someone just popped in with one. Would you like to address it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm here for it. Okay. It literally just came in. Tamara said, I do have a question. How do we take mental health days from work? And there's a two-part question. And how do you know when it's time for one? And what do we say to take one? Yeah, so a couple of different ways. You can go Great question. It It is, it is. Um, You can look at it from the standpoint of PTO uh, and just take that paid time off or um, tell them that you need a vacation if plausible. Um, for myself, I know I'm the king of four day weekend. So if I know that uh, Memorial Day is on a Monday, oh, I'm off on Friday. That's a fact <laughs> because that's my recharge time. Plus, I can get the best bang for my buck in terms of using my PTO. I can get four days for the price of one. Right. <laughs> um, and if you so and if you can't necessarily just take off, um, I would encourage you to plan a trip. So that way you have something to look forward to, which might help propel you uh, a few more days or a few more weeks because you know that the end is coming and, you know, something sunnier skies are on the horizon or a nice Mm -hmm. cabin in the woods or a staycation, whatever it may be. Um, And then another technique is actually FMLA. So with Mm -hmm. FMLA, you do not get paid. um, But if you've been on your job, for some people, it's you have to be on the job 90 days. For some, it might be six months. And in some jobs, I've even seen that you had to work there at least a minimum of one year. Um, you do not get paid for your time off, but you will receive, um, they will save your job for that, that leave of absence. So mm-hmm. whether it's 30 days off of work, um, if it's 90 days, I've even seen people take FMLA for an entire year um, off of work to reset and their position was still safe for them when they returned back to work. Now it was unpaid, but caveat, if you have long-term and short-term disability at your company, 
and you use your FMLA for mental health concerns and your therapist fills out the FMLA paperwork, at that point in time, you would qualify for whatever type of package that you signed up for related to your short-term disability and your long-term disability plans. So some people's short-term disability might pay at 50% of their actual full paycheck. I've seen some people have 100% um, for their for their um, short-term disability. Now, long-term mm-hmm. disability is usually slighted at some percentage, um, just 60%. Um, I've seen some people get 40% of their mm-hmm. entire paycheck. But that's one way to keep your job and have that mental health space while you maneuver the next chapter of your life or, or you you work on restoring your peace of mind and revitalizing your peace so you can perform. Mm-hmm. I love the key word that resonated with me was to restore your peace. Yeah, yeah we go sometimes, I know, I'm on years in a constant state of anxiety at work and there was no end date. Yeah. It's no way to live. Yeah. Nah, no it's, way to it's, live. It's, it's, it is tough. It is. Um, but we, we gotta, we gotta change the definition of a hard worker, you know, and I think that's somebody who does embrace their PTO and their mental health days, um, along exactly. with, you know, their performance. Exactly. All right. Well, we are going to end. Of if anyone, uh, anything that you heard resonated with you, and you'd love to support the channel, you can buy me a coffee. There is a link. In, oh, I love that. Oh yeah, there's a link right now. It's live. And anything you'd like to do to support the efforts of the content of this wonderful channel. Um, at the least, you can subscribe to this channel. Uh, as well as support Nick on his Instagram and go to his website. And we already talked about the donation. So this is some good stuff. Nick, thank you so much. I appreciate every time you come on. Look at all my notes I wrote. Hey, thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Good. I'm here for it. (laughs) This is free counseling. (laughs) i appreciate it good stuff i'm glad that i I could help oh all the time all the time all right you all thank you so much for joining me on another episode of black girls getting their shift together make sure and tune in on friday i have another show favorite sarita yvonne she's another therapist and we're gonna have a nice discussion just in time for mother's day we're gonna discuss the mother wound That's going to be good. Yeah, it is. All right, you all. Good night and take care. For the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams, get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem. Beauty supreme and booty walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting close to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic, melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. He's
black girls getting they shift together, man. These black girls are getting they shift together. These black girls get. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. If anything you heard today made your soul vibrate, please like, comment, and share this episode with two of your friends. Thank you and I love you all.